Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today I want to talk about something. I want to talk about marriage. And I want to talk about the essence of marriage and what marriage should look like. You know, in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, it says, Charity or love suffers long. Love is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doeth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Now the word suffereth, long, means patience endures even when provoked, long-tempered. Love does not retaliate. Now the next scripture says love is kind, refers to active goodness. It is never hateful or mean. Love is kind in words and in actions. Envieth not. True love is not jealous. I tell people all the time, if you do not trust the person that you're with, then that's not the one you need to be married to. But don't base what they have not done wrong on what somebody else has done wrong prior to them. I tell people all the time, a lot of people in a second marriage, the second marriage spouse is struggling and, and getting heat because of the, what the first marriage has done. So you need to bring healing in that first relationship before you get into that second relationship. Vaunteth not itself, does not make a parade. Love does not brag. It does not drag attention to itself or to what it is doing. It is not puffed up. Love is not arrogant or proud. It does not demand to be number one. See, this is what God is. God is not characteristic of God's not love. He is love. And when we love somebody, we need to really read 1 Corinthians 13 and really take a real deep look at that. Does not behave itself unseemly. Love is never rude, but it always treats others with compassion. Seeketh not her own. True love is never selfish or self-centered, but is always interesting. It's what's best for the other. Now, I want you to think about this a minute. How does people get divorces and separate if they put the other one first all the time? If they are the best interest of the other person, here's what I tell people when they come to talk to me about getting married. If you're not willing to put this person before everything else in your world, then you don't need to marry this person. Because the first time you have an opportunity to pull away, you're going to pull away. Now watch this. Seeketh not her own will. I love this. True love is never selfish or self-centered, but is always interested in what's best for the other. Is not easily provoked. True love keeps no record of the evils done with it. How many times do you see people bringing up what the other person's done? Jesus said, I don't even know what you're talking about. But we have a tendency, well, you know, I got one on you. I remember what you've done in the past and I got one on you. So if I do something wrong, I got one in the bag. See, that, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Thinketh no evil. Genuine love always forgives. Now, here's something that's very, very difficult for the for people in the world to do is forgive one another because we hold grudges so bleak because we feel like we've been violated, we've been abused, and we've been taken advantage of. Let me tell you something, friend. Everybody in a relationship, your love is not based in a relationship on the great things about each other. Your love and strength is going to be based on how you're able to adapt with the shortcomings of one another. Because you're going to have to forgive over and over and over again if you stay in a marriage and have a relationship. Rejoices not in iniquity. Love does not rejoice in sin. Rejoices in the truth. Love is glad when truth wins the day. Now think about this just a minute. 
I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25, and I'm going to read 25, 28, and 31. Husbands, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So husbands ought to love his wife in, in, as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be glued, the word joined there is the word glued, to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. We've got to understand that according to Titus 2 and 4, that they admonish the young woman to love their husband and to love their children. Now, I've given you the characteristics of love. About every 60 days, every marriage, every man and every woman ought to go read 1 Corinthians 13 and see what it says. A home filled with love is a home filled with the essence of heaven. And also, the Bible says that love ought to be loyalty. It ought to be dependable. It ought to be dependable. Now, think about that. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife, and they too shall become one flesh. This relationship with parents is altered forever. Children need to let go, and so do parents. Join means to be glued. It is a bond so strong and so deep that you cannot tell where one begins and the other ends. The Bible said love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Loyal even when things are tough. Loyal believes in one's mate. It trusts him. Loyalty never looks for the worst in them, but always believes the best. Endures all things. Loyalty sticks it out. A strong marriage sanctifies the home. It is, in, it is a marriage that invites the power of God to dwell in the home. I want you to think about this a minute. This is the grace of God. Think about your marriage. If there's ever been a time that you and your wife ought to become joined together in the unity of putting each other before the other, you'll see the manifestation of the beauty of grace.